here is a story of resilience, hard work, and perseverance, even when things are not going well. This is the story of Faith Mokobi, who had a master's degree from India, and she couldn't get an opportunity in Canada simply because she was from India, and also she was a woman who had a child. Those were the main reasons she is talking about when she was looking for opportunities and the things that people said to her on her face why they cannot give her an opportunity yet she was very qualified for those opportunities hi everyone welcome to the vulnerable scientist podcast this is your host sarah nyakeri here is a snippet of one of the most popular episodes on this vulnerable scientist podcast series and i hope you enjoy it my name is faith mokobi zablon i i am from kisi county a place called magena I am a PhD student in North Carolina A&T State University in a college called Joint School of Nanoscience in Nanoengineering. So I have a background in microbiology and immunology. That is for my master's and a BSc in microbiology. From India, I studied in Madurai Kamaraj University. And I finished my both of my degrees in 2012 within a span of five and a half years. And I came back home with the, with the possibility of getting a job. And, well, being in Kenya in a biomedical field is challenging, especially when you have a degree from outside. Majorly India, there's something about having a degree from India. They have this assumption that you're not qualified enough. That is why you had to go outside, especially to India, to pursue your studies there. However, so after I completed my degree, I came back home and I tried to get opportunities. I was very much interested in research because I had done my dissertation in um, metagenomic. I was trying to edit the genome of the gut microbiota of a mosquito that transmits dengue and chikungunya uh, viruses. And we were trying to edit it so that you can manipulate the microbiota instead of transmitting the parasite. They can be able to uh, inject into the host of the drugs that can be able to prevent or hinder the transmission of malaria. So when I came back home, I tried to pursue opportunities in research. First place I actually went to was it. And when I got there, obviously you submit your, your CV and your papers in you sell yourself, these are my experiences and this is what I can be able to do. Can you kindly offer me an opportunity? Because what I was looking for was an internship. And I remember then the director telling me, what? You have a degree from India and you have a master's? Madam, just go and become a lecturer in the university. So it was really discouraging, especially for, I just finished school and I'm here looking for an opportunity. And that is the best he could actually offer me. So it was oh. a bit discouraging. And um, yeah, I went, I I came to Nairobi. ICE was seeking for the same. And I tried to draft a proposal. I wanted to shift my attention to antimicrobial resistance. And I wanted to study TB. And I remember submitting my proposal to a certain professor. Names not mentioned, obviously. So, and he was like, this is good. Uh, I will see what I can be able to do. I'll call you and follow, follow 
exactly where you can be well situated. So I was pretty hopeful, but unfortunately the phone call never came back. I sent a series of emails that were never responded to, and you know, that was it. I went to still with the same proposal, the TB branch, the same proposal, trying to get an internship. What I was actually looking for, just an internship to gain the skills. But the same happened. I submitted my proposal to a lady. She was a director. And she also never got back to me. So you can imagine within the first two years of my finishing college and coming back home were really hard. So in that moment, I was working for Kiss University. I was a part-time lecturer in Kiss University. So I continued to teach with the hope that I could be able to get a research opportunity but that never came then i started looking for fellowships and scholarships outside the country so i kept applying and applying and luckily in 2015 i got a fellowship cr cr raman yes cv raman fellowship to india and uh unfortunately also personal issues got into it and I never got to pursue the opportunity because I was expectant. Actually, this is something that we have to debate when a woman is, you know, having children and you want to pursue your career. Where do we lie? Like, what position is there for us? Because you have, some of us want to have families, but we still want to pursue our careers. So I never got to do the fellowship because I was expectant and they told me they cannot take me because I was expectant. So that is how wow. I lost the It fellowship. was not your choice. It was not my choice. But the the, the fellowship had outlined uh, laws and uh, conditions that you cannot you cannot go when you are expectant. I really tried to follow up for like six months to see if there was any possibility, but the embassy declined. So that was the closest I got to getting an opportunity. But I never quit. I continued to apply for other, you know, opportunities. Rejection after rejection. And, yeah. So, I I applied. To, I started applying to American institutions. Every year I could try to apply to at least three universities in the United States. And I could get admissions, but I was not getting funding. I could get, uh, I could get an admission, but I never got the opportunity of getting funding so I couldn't come because it's pretty expensive to actually you know study here for a PhD that without funding so I still continued to lecture I was in KISS University I was in I was in Kenyatta University I was in Jaramogi Oginga Odinga University I was in Mount Kenya University you know part-timing everywhere but part-timing also comes with a lot of problems you never get paid or if you don't get paid they take too long to pay you so i remember the only institution that could pay us on time was mku but it was still so little you have a family support your family was expecting something from you so that was my journey up to now i was still teaching and up to this opportunity that i was able to get so that was Basically, my journey being in Kenya, I was a lecturer who was seriously seeking for opportunities that never came by for nine good years. For nine years. Wow. 
Yeah. That's after finishing your masters. That is after finishing my masters. But the good thing is I I was just the aggressive type. I I in in the pursuit of my opportunities, I sought to mentor students and I'm so glad that now as we are speaking, I have four students that I have actually been able to mentor and they're doing they got scholarships and you know, they're already pursuing their careers. While mine was stagnated, at least I was able to mentor somebody who made something good out of his or her life. Yeah. Inspiring, right? If you want to listen to the whole story, you can go back to episode 21 of this series and listen to Faith's whole story. If you want to view or review this podcast, you can always go to either YouTube or uh, any other podcast listening platform or the podcast listening platform that you're using and, you know, rate us or leave a comment and let us know what you think about the show. You can also comment on um, and tag on social media and tag us at tvscientist.pod. Uh, TV Scientist Pod, you can also support this show by sharing this episode to various people uh, in your network and also um, sharing um, um, uh, and also supporting us on patreon.com slash the vulnerable scientist or paypal at um, sarajanchera at gmail.com hope you enjoy it see you on the next episode